Greetings, I am your host, Soul Care Coach, Antoine Braggs. So excited for you to join in with me today uh, for salutations and importations. Uh, we are super duper excited to talk to you about this content that I've had on my heart uh, today uh, that was born out of a passage of scripture that I want to read and then I want to jump into just a few things that the Lord laid on my heart for this particular area and the things that he spoke to me that I think will be relevant for you this week. I also want to uh, tell you happy Wednesday. I'm really, really excited to be coming to you on Wednesdays and just really sharing my heart and spending some time with you. And hopefully the things that I will share with you will help you to get through your week. Um, we often call Wednesdays hump week or hump day, um, so to speak. And so we want to get you over that hump and make sure that you have some inspiration. Uh, and more than anything, that you have a greeting from another level. And also that you get the impartation that you need to carry out your responsibility in the earth. I was looking at uh, Philippians chapter number two and verses one through 11. And I was looking at them in the Passion Translation. So I want to spend a little bit of time reading this passage of scripture to you. And then I'll dive in as to what the Lord began to speak to me about concerning uh, this particular passage of scripture. Uh, so it reads, and that's verse 1 of Philippians 2. It says, look at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the anointed one. It goes on to say, um, you are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. And so when I looked at that passage of scripture, I just thought about um, how much uh, goodness that we find in our relationship with the Lord how the Lord consistently encourages us and how we ourselves are conduits of that level of encouragement and that level of relationship that we find in him. It goes on to say you are filled with you are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. And I know I just read that passage. I, I, I read that part of the passage, but I wanted to read it again because I believe that this week that God is going to comfort your hearts in ways that you need it the most that God is going to protect you through comfort I know that sounds kind of interesting how does God protect me through comfort because comfort is like wrapping its arms around you right like a person that will wrap their arms around you to hug you to comfort you when you go through any any measure of bereavement and i know that our world is in a very difficult place so oftentimes we need the comfort of the lord and so we thank god that we are also uh people that have the capacity to comfort as we ourselves have been comforted but i'm going to go ahead and read this scripture uh, and then I'll talk to you about the points. I I'm trying not to pause on every uh, passage, every portion of the passage, but it just leaps out to me and really stirs my heart. But it says you have experienced a deepening friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. There is a level of friendship that you gain with the Holy Spirit that's second to none. 
there is a tenderness about him there is uh something you know oftentimes when i'm spending time with the holy spirit it's just a few words that he whispered to me that changes uh, my whole perspective sometimes the trajectory of my life in a moment is changed just because i allow him in the friendship that we have to speak to my heart and and his whispers his promptings you know I love the way that he whispers to me, sometimes in the middle of the night, sometimes over in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon. Sometimes I'm just walking in the evening, kind of like Adam was in the cool of the day. And then I just feel the freshness of God's presence on my life. And I have to pause to see what is it that the Holy Spirit is trying to say to me. And sometimes he's not trying to say a whole lot to me. Sometimes he's just wanting to spend that that level of time with me. He just wants to comfort me. He just wants to embrace me and more than anything he just wants to walk in friendship with me and so I just really want to encourage you today that you would allow the Holy Spirit to be a good friend to you you know we need good friendship in this hour especially with the things that we are facing in our world there is such a need for companionship friendship relationship you know uh, and so Holy Spirit, he's not just a leader. He's not just eager to lead you, though. He wants to always lead you into all truth and show you things to come. He wants a friendship with you. He wants to remain amongst you. He wants to dwell in you. You know, I've had times where I rejected his friendship and then tried to follow his leadership. And one of the most difficult things that you could do is to reject his friendship and then try to follow his leadership because it makes it hard to follow someone that you hadn't let befriend you. Glory to God. That's the reason why even in leadership, there's a component when you lead people up close that there must be some level of friendship involved, some level of relationship involved, because then it makes leadership easier. As I grow in my leadership, I, I come to find out that it is so vital that I have some component of friendship involved in the people that I lead up close. I can see why Jesus took the disciples, uh, the 12 of them, and brought them into places with him and let them travel with him, let them spend nights with him, you know, let them watch him heal the sick, raise the dead, and then ask questions afterwards. It was something about that level of friendship with him and so now we have that paraclete that comforter you know jesus said i will not leave you comfortless i'm going to give you someone that will help you to walk through life and so the holy spirit is so instrumental with his friendship with us and so i just really want to encourage you this week as you embark upon difficulty that you lean on the holy spirit for the friendship that he wants to have with you if you already have the friendship and maybe sometimes you get so busy and you don't necessarily tend to your friendship that's the same way um, that we are sometimes with humans there are people that are valuable that are people that are important that are people that have poured into our life you know you talk about salutations and importations people have greeted us on the next level and invited us into those levels you know and then also you've gotten major impartation from leaders along the way uh and i tell you what it's something to be said when you reach back 
into that 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 pour or you reach back into who poured into the hand of who poured and you develop a friendship or a relationship or a connection is something to be said to your heart and your soul is something to be said about you in terms of your character and how important um, a person is to you that pours into you but i'm gonna tell you something no human in the world can compare to the friendship with the holy spirit he is so instrumental with this thing and you know the the text says and that we felt his tender affection and mercy i i know that we 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 live in a time now where we have to wear a mask and have to have you know distance in between us and so very few of us are receiving the affection that we actually need as we move through life you know you even know it psychologically if a baby is left without the embrace after they are born if they stay in an incubator or their parents always sit them down and never embrace them as they develop then they they will deal with abandonment issues they will deal with rejection they will always feel unsafe you know there are so many elements to this thing so holy spirit oftentimes comes in with a level of affection that you you know one way you could feel that is through humans i love him because he's a person and a personality and so the the affection that holy spirit shows us as we come into divine friendship it changes our lives so even if you beloved if you have had some trauma in your life that you can't really explain you've been burdened down with so many things um you you've been hurt by people hurt by situations hurt by life you know i just want to tell you that the holy spirit stands right now to come into friendship with you and I came on today. This is a salutation from the Holy Spirit. I'm just the conduit for it. And this is also an impartation from the Holy Spirit today to let you know he wants to be in friendship with you. He wants to lead you into all truth. He wants to sit with you and settle you. He wants your heart to be settled in this next season. He don't want you anxious for anything. He don't. But in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, you're going to let your requests be made known unto God and Holy Spirit spirit is a part of the godhead and, and and when you let that request be made known unto god the peace of god and the holy spirit gets that peace the peace of god that passes all understanding it'll come over you to guard your heart and your mind in christ jesus i'm going to go ahead and read the rest of this text because i have a few points that i want to jump into uh, for you guys and again thank you so much for joining my broadcast i hope that you will go and that you will subscribe to the broadcast and you know i hope that you will share it with family members and loved ones and let them know that conversations really do rule the nation and you have this um this this man that is so eager uh, for people to feel the love the grace the wisdom the insight and the understanding that comes through both a salutation and sometimes that salutation comes from people that have grown and and developed you know like myself and then people that carry impartation and people that desire to make impartation that they are gotten because there's nothing that any man has that he has not first been given so even as i come to sit down with you and talk to you the wealth of revelation knowledge and wisdom and insight and even um you know the things that i share with people it comes from the many impartations down through the years that have been made in my life through incredible leaders down i can so many leaders that have poured into me down through the years that to try to name them i'll i it, it would i wouldn't even 
be able to do us justice. But there are some leaders that you you will see me if you check my social media, if you go follow me. I am really just on Facebook uh, for the most part in Clubhouse. If you go follow me on Clubhouse a, at AG Braggs zero uh, one, or if you follow me on Facebook, my public figure page Antoine Braggs, my regular page I have you know too many friends possibly but you never know i'm always cleaning up my friend list especially people that are not that engaged with the content of what i share oftentimes you know i'll remove those people to add people that are interested in what the lord has given me to say to them or sometimes people that i'm interested in hearing from because i believe that we are helpers one to another so the verse verse two says i'm so I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity. And I, I love the way the Passion Translation deemed this because it goes on to tell us what perfect unity is. It's with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. I mean, one heart, one passion, and united in one love. God is really calling us, the church, you know, God is calling us, even in the world, that we come to a place of unity, you know, in in our different countries, in our different continents, in our different nations. God is really calling us as a people to come into a place of unity. And so he said, what is unity? It's one heart, it's one passion, and it's united in one love. Now, notice that he didn't say uniform. So you won't be me and I won't be you. We will compliment each other, though. You know, and I have come to a place where I'm so settled in my identity of who God has created me to be, who God has called me to be. And so when I connect with people, it's easy for me to have one heart. It's easy for me to have one passion and to be united in one love because I understand who I am and I don't in any way try to project who I am on other people. I really will seek to make impartation and to teach or to help people to understand, you know, me. Uh, and help people to, un especially if they're going to be in relationship or friendship, like we said, with the Holy Spirit, to help them understand how I see life, to help me understand how they see life, he help us, you know, together to grow and learn. It's so much that we can learn from one another. So when we come into unity, we really come into what God intended before the foundations of the world. You know, God even said it in the beginning. He said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. Who is us you know is God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit he said I'm gonna bring all parts of me together to create you because you are so important to me before I do this I want to make sure that every part of me is in sync because I'm going to make you a tripod. I'm going to make you spirit, soul, and body. And I want you to have an element of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in every portion of you as your makeup. And so when I say you're in my image and my likeness, I want you to know that I took time with you. And I, and I brought myself into unity so that you might receive the best of me. So when we come into unity, God receives the best of us. And people that we come in contact with receive the best of us. It goes on to say, walk together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Wow. Walk together. We it's a, it is so important. I just talked about unity, but I tell you what. 
there's a harmony that comes through unity there's a purpose that you are able to come into when you come into unity you know it took me a while to realize how valuable unity was you know it's not that i don't i've always since i started walking with the lord believed that you couldn't do anything by yourself that god has ever assigned you to do so i've always had that mentality since i started walking with the lord but when i realized what it took for us to be unified you know sometimes i would just back up because i would recognize you know and like you we recognize the idiosyncrasies in people the weakness in people you know things you don't really want to deal with in people but i i started looking deeper and i realized that i have idiosyncrasies i have weaknesses and i have areas in my life and if i'm expecting people to put up with me not just tolerate me but to embrace me to accept me then i'm going to have to be a proponent and most of the time, a leader in that type of behavior. And so I want to encourage you, listen, God is calling us in this hour to, as we walk together in unity, to walk in harmony in our purpose, because God wants to fill our heart. And he feels, he, not only does God want to fill our heart, he's talking about how we feel his heart with an unbounded joy there's something that happens when we walk together and that's why the bible said how can two walk together say they agree when you walk with somebody even you know whether it's marriage or friendship or relationship or back to what i introduced to you early holy spirit there is such a breath the ruach the wind of god you know i know i'm talking and using some terms that some of you may not understand right now but the ruach just means the breath of god the wind of god it's the oxygen of heaven is what I call it. Hallelujah. And so we thank God for that. But God wants to fill many of you with joy today. He wants your Wednesday to turn out incredible. Everything that you've walked through Monday and Tuesday, you know, do like Paul said, count it as dung for the excellency of knowing Christ. Hallelujah. And so we're, we're excited about it. But then it goes on to say in verse three, be free from pride filled opinions. We live in a world where everybody got an opinion. Everyone wants to say what they feel. They want to tell people, you know, um, about themselves. They want to they want to tell you what they think about the scenario. Sometimes they are not even invited into the conversation. They invite themselves into it. We got social media where people that don't even care for you will comment on your post to just start some type of um some type of rivalry you know simply because they they can't get over their opinion about a situation and instead of them scrolling on going to somebody's post they like and commenting something that is encouraging they will comment on your post with really um, no validity to why they come in it right sometime and but that those are the times that we realize that that's a pride filled opinion there is no truth to it there are no bearings to what they shared uh, it's just their opinion right there is no scriptural uh push to it no foundational facts to it or scriptural facts to it you know it's just their what they think you know uh and the bible tells us to lean not to our own understanding but in all our ways to acknowledge him so that he would direct our path so excuse me so we have to be free from pride filled opinions and it goes on to say for they will only harm your cherished unity wait a minute you mean to tell me uh that pride filled opinions harm unity yes cherish unity 
because I I cherish unity. You know, this text is really just demonstrating a heart posture for me because I cherish unity. And when you have a pride-filled opinion about something you hadn't studied that you don't understand, sometimes we have it about stuff that we haven't even taken the time to look into. And even about people that we haven't taken the time to look into their lives or spend any time with them to get to know them, right? And we just make these pride-filled opinions about them. But he's telling us in this text, Paul tells us that we, you know, this will only harm our cherished unity. He goes on to say, don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts. You know, I made up in my mind, I'm not going to self-promote. You know, I heard a, a, a bishop say something not too long ago, um, and he said, no, Elisha is self-appointed. And that right there just touched me so much deeply in my heart because I can recall times in my life where the enemy would try to make me self-promote. You know, people are going to make their opinion about you and they're going to say you're self-promote when they don't know you or know your history, your background or your walk. But when you know that you know that you know and you understand what's happening in your life, you understand that, you know, this is not me self-promoting. This is me coming into God's promotion. But the worst thing in the world to do is to allow self-promotion to hide in your heart because sometimes people want to be promoted so bad it's hitting in their hearts and it comes out because the abundance of the heart out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks you know i run a mentorship program called padawan the jedi it's a it's a shameless plug for those of you that is looking are looking for mentorship and you need a mentor to come take you by the hand to put their hand also in your back and push you and coach you not only am i a soul care coach but i'm a mentor and i love it i love to mentor people i love to see people come into their own i love to see them to develop in their walk i love to see what was a mystery become a reality in their life and so it excites me but whenever i see a person you know i'm thankful that my mentorship program you know god has been so kind to me that the majority of the people i mentor they understand that we don't walk by self-promotion it's not something that we allow to sit in our hearts so if it happens to come up in your heart, we have to deal with it, right? Because we got to make sure that you don't become like, because what Satan did is he self-promoted. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. He said, I shall be like the most high. He exalted himself. And anytime that you do that, you're in trouble. But it says, don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourself we've got to start putting people first now when we say put people first paul is not telling us to uh abandon ourselves not take good care of ourselves because you're not going to love your neighbor any better than you love yourself so paul is not telling us to get in a vein where we feel like you know because some people feel like you know i'm gonna take care of everybody else and then what do you have for yourself what energy do you have to take care of your soul what energy do you have for self-care what energy do you have you know for the things that make you vibrant and make you pop and make you encourage the things that you 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 know you need and so if you are taking care of everybody else and you're not taking care of yourself then this is not what this passage is saying to you 
okay this passage is saying to us that it is important for us in, in not just in action but in our posture that we see people that we recognize them you know because sometimes people are existing in our world but they're not recognized in it I know I said some good stuff right there. Sometimes people are existing in our world, but they're not recognized in our world. What do you mean by that? Your own personal world. You know, you 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 are the um, God is the maker of creation, but you are the creator of your world. The, you know, by his words, he framed the world. And it's the same thing for us. By our words, beloved, we frame the world. You know, and that's the reason why I say things like conversation rules the nation. That's the reason why I say death and life is in the power of your tongue. That's the reason why I say you have whatsoever you say. And that's the reason why I'm such a word person. And I believe that the more we have the opportunity to speak and hear, not just talk, but we have the opportunity to speak and hear, we become a weapon of mass destruction for the kingdom of darkness we do, but we become a very skilled weapon in the hand of the master, and he's able to use us beyond human comprehension. And so I'm super duper excited about that, um, the way that God is teaching us in this season about this that is being shared with us, but in authentic humility. The text says, put others first and view others as more important than yourself. Your perspective matters about other people. You know, how you value others will be most of the time how people value you. I recognize that nothing that no, no heart posture that I had, no level of service that I rendered, no level of um, no level of reception of impartation that I receive have I not seen it in some aspect in my life come back to me through other people and I recognize the reason why is because my perspective on the the weight uh, or the way I saw what I was receiving has affected me so much so that I draw the type of people to me that I am and so that's the reason why we, we can see people like that. We can see people, you know, um, as more important as ourselves, because ultimately you're going to inherit those type of people in your life that you have been to other people. You might not. Look, I'm not saying that you will inherit all people that are like you because you don't want people around all the people around you to be just like you. What's the flavor in that? Right. But I am saying the characteristics and the principles that you grow by when you begin to see people come around you with those characteristics and principles, it's like fresh water coming into your cave. And so we, we are very appreciative for what we are seeing in this day and in this hour um, with the way that God is doing things. Right. And so we go on to um, read in verse four it says abandon every display of selfishness. Y'all, I'm telling you, I don't know about you, but I've had a season in my life. I was just so selfish. <laughs> I mean, selfish to the point that I didn't even realize it. I was so self-centered and so selfish. And I know many of you that are listening on this Wednesday, you can attest that you have been some type of selfish. <laughs> I've been so selfish um, in so many uh, seasons of my life, right? You know? I am 40, I'm about to be 41 years old and I've been married for 20 years, right? And I have, I have six girls, one boy, 
and I have four grand boys and, and one grandbaby on the way. And I'm so excited about how God has expanded my family. But one of the things that God began to show me as I've grown as a husband, as a father, you know, um, growing as a leader, he showed me that much of the time why I couldn't uh, multiply you because I would have multiplied selfishness. I know I'm talking to somebody that's listening to me today. That was a moment of freedom for you to hear a leader say, I too was extremely selfish. And God began to deal with me, y'all. God began to deal with me on a level. He let me go through some suffering. You know, the Bible says Jesus learned obedience. Jesus did now. Learned obedience by the things he suffered. And when God began to show me how selfish I was, you know, I began to accept what God was saying about me. And he used people sometime to show me, right? Most of the time. And then he started to speak to me about it. He was like, you know, the root of sin is selfishness. You know, and he, he told me, he said, you got to abandon it. And this text says abandon every display of selfishness. And I did, you know. I'm not saying I don't have selfish moments, but I'm not a selfish person. You know, we all have selfish moments because we're human. But it goes on to say, possess a great concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. You've got to do this. This is so incredibly important. You got to, you got to, you got to. Why? Y'all, my heart is so full as I look at this. It goes on to say, and consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. This week, as we come to a close in um, our time together today, it's been beautiful. I've felt you, even though I am talking to you sitting in a space alone. I feel the friendship of the Holy Spirit and I feel the friendship between you and I as we take this journey, as we receive these salutations, these greetings on Wednesdays. And then also as we receive the impartation as the Holy Spirit shares with me, even as I bring different guests on to to frequent my broadcast, to speak to these key areas so that we might grow together. I want to tell you something. Let's let the mindset of Jesus, his mindset become our motivation. Let us not be motivated by money. Let us not be motivated, um, you know, because some people feel entitled to so much. And so all of the things that motivate them are material things. But I'm telling you, let's be a people that are motivated by the mindset of Holy Spirit, the mindset of Jesus Christ, the mindset of Father God. Now, we've come to a close, but I tell you what, we have not closed this chapter we're we're closing a moment but we will be back with you i just want to thank you once again for tuning in today to my broadcast salutations and impartations hey go and follow me if you would just go and follow me on facebook i mean i would be so delighted for you to follow me now i am a wild preacher and so for some of you you might not be able to handle you know the way that i express my love and my compassion and my exuberance um, for the lord but i tell you what if you would just hang out with me on this podcast there will always be a clear word you know i'm not going to in any way do anything that would take you too fast i'm just going to talk to your soul until we come into such a level of care in our soul together and we are celebrating this thing together now it's been my pleasure 
to come to you on this Wednesday. And I hope that you will continue to tune in and to hear the frequency of heaven as I bring you salutations and impartations. <laughs>